we wanted to have this time for any community member to come up, ask ask Chad about what you know what title is, uh, how it's going to benefit uh, Cheetah as a whole, um, and why you know why should we you know use some of our some of our funds to uh, have insurance. So first off, uh, Chad, just go ahead and introduce yourself and introduce title, and then we'll get kicked off into. Um, you know why? Why we should use uh, title as a protocol? Awesome. Sure. Well, thank you for hosting this. Um, yeah, about myself, uh, I came to crypto around 2016. Uh, started by doing some personal investments and helped out, helped out on the venture capital fund. Um, and you know, later uh, in 2019, I started you know, providing a lot of liquidity to different protocols. And in the early 2020, that, you know, realized insurance is uh, some, you know, challenge, um, uh, some problem to solve. And back then, uh, Nexus Mutual was the only one. Uh, so that's how we kick-started by comparing to them uh, what's the uh, what's the good and bad, like, you know, how do we, how can we uh, improve this, uh, this space? Um, yeah, so we start building uh a little bit over a year now so the the our team started uh around june july last year and so far uh we're running on polygon three months now uh, constantly rolling out new features and uh yeah we have about 10 partners um cdao is definitely one of the uh uh, you know, uh, we've been wanting to partner up for a while uh, especially with the polygon native projects um yeah so a little bit of uh, background on the on the polygon um partnership so we um you know when we partner with the project team we help them bootstrap a usdc collateral uh, as they're into their insurance pool so if something happens you know hack uh you you got you know that, that collateral usdc will pay it out to you um so of course like people when depositing into your insurance pool they're they want to earn yield, right? Part of the yield is um, the payment that you guys are paying, uh, the insurance premium. And uh, we are, another part is a title uh, token incentives. And with the Polygon's uh, partnership, that like Polygon would top up like 10,000 uh, USD in Matic to incentivize like certain uh, Polygon native projects to help them bootstrap USDC reserve. So that's a partnership there, like, you know, Cheetah is definitely qualified for that. And uh, uh, we also received a grant from Polygon to do this. So pretty excited about that. Awesome. And then Polygon is the first chain that you, that you guys are launching on, correct? Right, yeah. So we're only running on Polygon. Only running on Polygon right now. And so then would that mean that the, um, does that mean that the payouts and everything like that are only restricted to what is going on on the Polygon side of things for Cheetah, or if there is a vulnerability that happens also on, say, Phantom, the Phantom side of things, this policy would still cover that. Uh, it will still cover that. I mean, because it's you know exposed to the same um, risks, and uh, um, the reason we're running about Polygon is you know only your reserve is. On Polygon, so when the payout, the USDC will be paid out from Polygon. So, but it doesn't really matter like where where the hack happens, right? Um, it could be in Solana, it could be Avalanche, 
for the underwear. Perfect. And so, uh, and and again, please, if anyone uh, if anyone has questions, raise raise your hand. Uh, come up here and, and ask. This is a community, you know, community AMA. So we want to hear y'all's y'all's questions. Um, I I guess maybe um, like dive dive into why it would be so important for like for a protocol like uh, Cheetow right. to have right. have this insurance. Right. Um, I think it's, it, I'll give like a higher comparison, like how Tidal is different than other insurance. Um, so first, like we started by only targeting on 2B service. So we provide insurance only for project teams. We realized the point that, you know, even some end users, individuals, they can buy insurance on uh, Nessus Mutual or some other platforms. But when the hack happens, uh, project teams still have a lot of pressure in their treasury, uh, need a recovery mechanism. So we kind of just started by that, like only focusing on, focusing on, on project teams. Um, but it didn't stop us there uh, from a couple months ago. Like we got a lot of organic requests from the project teams that, hey, our end user really want to get covered themselves because we can't really cover the whole TVL. Um, you know, uh, on our platform, when the project team buys $2 million coverage, uh, it's already kind of a burden on their treasury. Um, and their community want to, hey, I don't mind to pay some more money to get myself fully covered because uh, the two, 2 million TVL, the 2 million coverage compared to the whole TVL is still, you know, pretty low number. So because of that demand that we build the B2C angle, that to support the project team to, you know, offer the insurance from uh, their uh, their whole package uh, to uh, to get them some users if they want to buy in, okay, they can get themselves covered. Um, so that being said, that right, like you can see, like it's a more integrated solution that we are providing, but we we get into uh, the uh, from the to be business uh, angle uh, to get into uh, uh, to get their user covered. Um, yeah, so that's on the high level, like how, how Tidal is, uh, is different. Um, and I guess like another good feature is the end users can pay their to get covered. So that gives a strong utility for, you know, for example, uh, my finance will be Qi. People can pay Qi token, um, to get themselves covered. And, uh, the token price, the, the insurance uh, policy is rolling on a weekly uh, basis. Uh, so uh, how much you know you paid out for T, the amount it will be based on the weekly average of that T token. So that's uh, uh that's that's on the you know overall like how we provide a service to to uh, product teams and their users. So. And so just just to be. Just to make sure that we're all, all aligned here and that we've got it right. So, um, Cheetah as a protocol would pay the premium for for coverage from Title, um, and then it can then once it has that coverage, it can then basically sell additional coverage from from that overall coverage that we just bought to the end user. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. And the end user's yeah, they, payment goes to your treasury. 
Got you. Perfect. So you, you you take none of you take none of that none of the the chi that our end user pays to to us. Um, there's no fee that you take. No. Yeah. Just the uh, just the premium. Right. Right. So on a high level, we're only dealing with the project teams. Um, yep. Right. Correct. Like you getting the, the the whole package from us. We find it's a pretty efficient to do this way. Like one, also to easier for your end users to onboard, right? They are feeling, they will feel like, you know, they are purchasing coverage from, from the product team themselves. Um, so, and, uh, you know, of course, like on the back end, we do all the data tracking. So at any given time, how many users bought how much cover, how much they paid, all this data is powered by us to, uh, uh, on the back end. Um, another part which would be efficient is, you know, in case there's a hack, right? Um, like the end users probably won't do too much uh, compared to the third party protocol. They have to file the claims and all that. And here will be the project team. Uh, you know, you guys got a lump sum payment from us and we have all the data. Like, you know, here's your users list, how many wallet address, how much they paid. And, uh, you know, uh, for you to do the full recovery, uh, plan how to, how to pay back those, uh, those users. So on the payout, this manner will be more like the batch process that individual have to file again and, um, that to reduce that uh, inefficiency. Perfect. I, I had a question as well, Kila, if you don't mind, um, about, like, ha have you guys previously used, have, have to have paid out people? Like, has there ever been, like, an exploitation of a protocol that you insure? Uh, no, we haven't. Um, we, uh, BCX has an incident, uh, but it wasn't really in the coverage, um, uh, you know, that the uh, they, they were private key um, uh, uh, got compromised, uh, but you know you can we still publish the BZX report. Um, so when the hack happens, we have Holborn and Blockstack, two auditing firms. Uh, they will quickly jump on the analysis and uh, uh, to determine what's the what's the damage amount, what's uh, if it's a uh, 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 the, the the valid hack. And then uh, we after decide the the, the the payout amount, and that will be uh, the reserve from your uh, collateral pool will be uh, uh, subtracted uh, to uh, to the multi-sig wallet and and paid out to you. I think Kila might be having uh, mic issues. There we go. Yeah, I think I was muted as well. I was saying something. Um, we got some questions coming in from the community. For example, what kind of due diligence do you guys do as title before taking uh, a project in? Do you guys have something like an audit or what does that look like? Yeah, we do a quick scan on your code cleanness um, that uh, a couple engineers will take a uh, look at the code base. 
but mainly we'll take a look at your past audit reports to uh, to see the quality of that. Um, and we also work with the Black Bounty program um, like in MUFI. So I highly recommend it if, uh, um, I think TDAO have a Black Bounty within MUFI, right? Um, at the moment we don't, but we're, we're chatting with the guys. Gotcha. Yeah, we also have partnership with them. Um, if our clients get on their MUFI program, uh, we'll have a certain cashback to, uh, to give you a discount. Um, yeah, but you know, mainly audit reports, uh, bug bounty, and uh, we uh, do a quick scan of uh, of your code. Uh, but that's that's pretty much it. Like right now, we don't have like you know the full capacity to do a in house auditing again to uh, uh, for the protocol. Yeah, somebody's also mentioning here. You know, sometimes with these kind of insurances, like. Um... When it comes time to pay, there may be some specific clauses or, you know, particular instances that make it so that you don't actually pay it out. Um, how how wide of coverage actually is covered by by this insurance? Yes, thank you. Uh, That's that was going to be my next question. And hopefully, you can hear me now. I yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah so we have a policy uh, page. Um, on the on the gig book so we cover smart contract anything you know happen to smart contract uh, exploits risks um the other part like phishing um like you know private private keys somehow got compromised like those part are now not in the in the coverage plan i can send the so, link over yeah what, what about for example what happened to uh to cream the hack that happened to cream I know that when right. we, we had discussed, you, you had mentioned that that did not fall under what you guys cover. Can you walk us through that? No, the claim would be uh, under coverage. That, that, that would qualify for the coverage. Interesting. Oh, it would. It, why, why, what's the difference, I guess, between what happened to BCX uh, B, uh, and the uh, claim? Like, why would one be covered over the other? Oh, because BCX was a private key compromise. Uh, it's not it's it's not like something happened to their code, like it's not like smart contract, you know, uh, manipulating by Flash Oracle or Flash Loan, that you know, triggered by a bug of their of their code. It's it's really like you know one of the the key devs uh, just uh, I think the the computer got lost or key got compromised. Okay, um, and then I, I think you did mention uh, though before that if if the issue if we have an issue but it's caused by a third party, um, right? That that is not covered, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah, so right now because we serve directly to project team, so just for example, right, a lot of protocol rely on Curve, so if Curve, you know, got uh, problem um, caused uh, other projects has uh, damaged that part is not covered. The reason being is it will trigger reserve uh, shortfall. Like at least like on the platform, on our platform, the reserve is uh, pretty highly leveraged. 
Um, so if two or three projects have a problem at the same time, will uh, probably trigger the short, like uh, not enough uh, reserve for to pay out. Um, another issue would be will cost like even double pay, right? Like you know we pay Curve and we we pay you, and Curve may use that money to pay you again. So this uh, uh, this kind of making the situation a little bit more complicated. Uh, but what could do is you know, if you guys rely on another protocol that if they have an insurance pool on title, like you guys can actually buy, you know, their buy into the pool uh by their insurance, right? As a protocol. So if something happened for, okay. for them, like you guys got yourself covered. Okay. Okay, got you. Got you. Yeah, that makes sense. I and think then, somebody was asking about, like, what if a protocol is interacting with another protocol, whether you'd be, whether our protocol would be covered from our insurance. But I guess it just covers our own smart contracts. Right. I did have, uh, while you were while you were going over that, I did have a question. So you said that you may not be able to cover multiple pro like multiple hacks. In the same in the same week, how do you determine? I guess who who to pay out in the case that uh, two two happen kind of simultaneously. Um, the first uh, that time sequence. Um, time sequence. The okay. The first one. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. You guys have see. a list of like I guess the projects that you're currently covering. So we can show like the the users. Sorry, could you repeat the question? Yeah, do you have like a list of the projects that you're covering? Yeah. Um, yeah. If you log on to uh, our website, it's um, you can see all the insurance pools in there. So right now there's currently nine active policies. Um, except for year finance on the on the platform, there's a reserve pool. Like we we'd rather just deploy that for internal some testing purpose. Like all the all the other pools were uh, active clients. So um, yeah, let me let me share the link. Yeah, and if you click on cover status, you can see all the active policies, uh, how much the protocol is purchasing the coverage, and uh, what's the USDC reserve uh, in their pool. So there's a case, um, if the USDC reserve is less than the uh, the purchased amount, uh, yeah, there's nothing to worry. Like we capped the USDC reserve uh, to bail you for for that week, so you'll never pay more than what's there in the reserve. Even though you want to buy ten million dollars coverage, if the reserve is only you know two million, you only paid up to two million. Uh, okay. 
And those reserves are coming from a third party that you are encouraging them to put their money up um, through the different kind of yields that you're able to uh, get them with their USDC, correct? Right. Yeah. Reserve provider side is open to anyone. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, I mean, question. So right now you have USDC as like as a reserve, this currency there. Uh, any future, any plans for adding other like stable coins to that pool in the future? Yes. So that's actually um, we plan to do that in V2, uh, not just stable coins, right? We can take uh, ETH and other other assets as well. Um, yeah, so that's that's in the plan. Uh, but I mean, regarding to what we can ensure, like actually, I was thinking about my finance. Uh, I think it might be a problem if I take my as stable coins and uh, also covering my finance. What if you know my has a problem, right? Um, but yeah, we can sure. certainly right. Uh, but you know we can what we can. But I think there's another angle to collaborate is you know once we have more reserve, uh, we can certainly use some reserve to to uh, uh, to route to your to your protocol and uh, earn some yield. So no, correct. Uh, I, I think I, I think your concern is 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 a, is a valid one. Maybe like for protocols like ourselves, we wouldn't want to use our own stablecoin, but you know maybe for other other projects having uh, having them use right. mine might be possible. Yeah. Right. Right. And, yeah. And sorry, I keep having to drop. Uh, I think I'm having VPN issues. Um, perfect. Let me uh, actually, um, not sure. Do you see any questions in the community that from the community text chat that uh, you think are interesting? Um, well, I think we can maybe come back to to the proposal to explain it a little bit um, because there were some some questions about the investment mechanics how how does it work how how can users uh, of Cheetah benefit from the partnership It's like explain a little bit uh, for those who are not familiar with insurance what's what what will be the the partnership um, Procedure like what will what will users have to do on or the protocol do? All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I think that the main part of the partnership is you know you guys get yourself covered, right? So the end users of Chidao, like you know you guys can if you want to get an additional layer of security to 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 protect your own fund, you can you can pay USDC, you can pay Chi on Polygon. Uh, to get yourself covered, um, and you know, the, the, as a Cheetah project team, you guys also will have some coverage. You know, if whatever if the user haven't bought, the the, the coverage will be, um, you know, belongs to to Cheetah. And if something happens, they will use that fund um, to repay their users. Uh, that's one point. Another is, you know, you may need some expenses to for the fund recovery. So, you know, to hire auditors, to track the hackers, to see if, you know, there's a way to uh, to get the funds back. So that will be certain expense, like, may cost the uh, the protocol team to use as well. 
and that's including the coverage plan too. So that's, that will be the main um, benefit for Qidao and their users. Uh, regarding to if you want to earn yield on title, right? Like you can say you can, you know, that's purely based on your risk appetite. Um, you can back up as many policies as possible on, on, on the platform and earn aggregated yields from all the pools. Like right now, the max uh, APR on the platform is about 135%. Um, and in that, like 26% is from stable coin, uh, USDC, and the rest is from Tidal. Um, and, uh, you know, if we deploy this, uh, my pool, that Matic will be, have additional incentive, uh, Polygon tokens into the pool as well. So we'll be able to earn uh, Matic. So yeah, and each APR on the APR on each pool is, you can also see on the platform. So when we deploy my with additional Matic incentive, I think you you guys will have around twenty percent more. I think maybe twenty percent more uh, APR uh, than uh, uh, no, sorry, not twenty. Uh, around like four or five percent more compared to uh, the other pools. So you'll see probably uh, seventeen, eighteen APR. Uh, but you know the APR also fluctuates. Uh, on the token price, especially with Tidal. So um, uh, if you want to invest money on on the platform and and make yield, you can you can also do that. All right, thank you. Um, see if there is more questions, and if as always, if anyone in the audience wants to join on stage, you can raise your hand. We will. Yeah, I can try to go through this question. I think Geek mm-hmm. Geek One. Um, so he mentioned about the guarantor. So oh, yeah. yeah, so the guarantor guarantor is a is another concept for testing. Um, so it's a guarantor is a pool that we take a chi token as a collateral. Um, that the benefit you're making is you can earn some the premium that you know you guys are paying. In this case, will be Chidao. Uh, certain part will go to that guarantor pool, uh, and also we can top some title incentives. Uh, but the risk you're taking here is if Chidao got uh, um, a payout, this token collateral will be. Uh, up to 10% of the payout amount will be taken out to uh, to repay, compensate the USDC uh, uh, reserve providers who who use a stable coin to pay that for your losses. So it's a it's a new feature we're testing. Um, I think the yield is not like right now is not so attractive for a lot of users deposit, but you know down the road I think that'll be a feature. That yeah, the reason the purpose behind this is we want protocol team to to put like more skin in the game, right? Like if you put some tokens as collateral, uh, you'll be you know have more uh, 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 taking precaution about the safety measures and um, because you know in in case of payout, payout your your token may get damaged as well. So that's a, that's a thought behind behind that design but you know that's uh, 
that's something additional. Um, so the, there's also a question, particular deposit and withdrawal lock period. Uh, yes, so the withdrawal right now, USDC on title would take up to two weeks. Um, our system runs on a weekly basis. So any request you uh, want to deposit or withdraw will become effective next week. Um, but withdraw, we have like one week locking period. So if, you know, that one week, um, if there's no payout happens or uh, everything's good, uh, you will get the pay, uh, the, the withdrawal by the end of the next week. The reason we put additional one week lockup period on withdrawal is to prevent the case that, you know, if one hack happens, like a lot of people want to withdraw their funds, right? So we want, we, we have that additional, uh, lockup period. They can't, they can't really withdraw, uh, very fast. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that covers the question from Geekbine. Um, yeah, awesome. That that did make sense. Um, perfect. A, from from other from other protocols that you are insuring now, how like how much are they are like are purchasing insurance from them? And how is like how is the price determined? So this is I have a lot of data yet. Um, uh, the request from like actually one of the uh, one of the covered. I think you know it's it could be a mix. So like I think large stakeholders they may they may probably want to take more precaution to get themselves covered. Uh, but you know, we, we, we just have to see like how, how much the user will adapt to this. Um, in terms of the pricing, it's customizable. So like, for example, we, like we have a pretty standard pricing with the protocol team. So we can, we can uh, discuss that when on board you guys, depends on how much coverage you buy. And we have different programs to, to, uh, also give you a discount. Uh, but for your end user, it's really up to you. Like, you know, if you want to give 50% off, like which we are, we're, we're, we're thinking to do with our partner, you know, to drive the user adoption for the first month, like, you know, that price you can, you can, uh, put like 50% off than the standard price. So there's more users get used to it and, um, they, uh, uh, it's more like a promotion. Uh, and you can even increase the price, right? What if the demand is so high, like we don't have enough reserves? And as a protocol, you know, uh, maybe you can, it's purely based on supply and demand, you can, uh, uh, it's totally up to you, how you want to use for your community. Okay, gotcha, understood. Um, let's see, are there any, are there any hands any hands going up from the audience? Oh, Nacho, do you see any questions 
out there in the uh, text yeah, chat. There's a one um, like asking about competitors, like you know who the title of you as its main competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think mainly is Nexus Mutual. They've been um, the big one in the space and the leading protocol, insurance protocol. Uh, there's few few other ones, uh, newer ones like InsureA, um, Bridge Mutual. Um, yeah, so so, uh, but I think the key difference, like here, we are more focused on 2B angle, um, and then you know to serve their users from a business perspective. Uh, the other platform, I think, is more like directly dealing with the end user. Um, so yeah, that's the main difference. Okay, perfect. Also, I had some audio trouble, so I don't know if I missed this, but I, I do know that you have a partnership with a bug bounty um, mm-hmm. program. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, did you already uh, talk about that? Uh, I briefly mentioned. So if you guys Appreciate want to, you know, get to uh, get a bug bounty up, uh, highly recommend Immufi. Um, because we, our clients and ourselves use them, the turnaround time is uh, super fast. And they have a really good like white hacker community, right? So uh, they have a lot of eyeballs um, on your code. Yeah. So uh, if we can we can help you guys uh, make connection, and if you guys got a bug bounty, we'll do uh, um, like one thousand to five thousand dollars, like uh, you know, cash back. Depends on how much how much cover you are buying from us. Um, yeah. So that will be just, you know, help you like easily on board to their platform. And we'll use our marketing channel to promote your health, uh, you know, uh, the both marketing channel to promote your uh, safety measures uh, news too. So. Yeah, okay, I have cool. a question about um, your coverage as well. Let's say that you have two different insurance companies covering the same contracts. Like let's say we go to one of your competitors and also get a right like a, a coverage from them. That's, Do you all both pay mm-hmm. out or only one? That's a really good question. Um, I mean the space is so early right now. Like, I think the the I mean I actually been thinking about this problem. Like I think we we like that angle. Both insurance platforms they need to collaborate. Um, so. To avoid like the the ideal scenario is to avoid double pay, right? Um, yeah, or you know maybe uh, play different trenches. Like uh, maybe the coverage you got from Tidal is a bit higher premium pricing, and uh, uh, if something happens, uh, Tidal is uh, the first place to pay out, and you know the second insurance protocol maybe go to second trench. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a direct answer for that, but that, that definitely requires the insurance, uh, uh, protocols to have some uh, agreement. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Cause it, my, my first thought was, okay, maybe people would just get a bunch of different companies and then if anything goes wrong, which you shouldn't, then you can back your. Right. Yeah, I will. I will get back to you on that. Um, yeah, I think because our the service we're providing is more focused on to business, 
like right now there's other insurance platforms don't really have this coverage um, directly provided to protocol teams. But, you know, as right now, like we're also covering the end users uh, by the extended service. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk with other parties and figure it out. I see here from the community, we're getting some questions. Um, uh, are you guys taking any steps to prevent people from, I guess, frauding uh, or like defrauding you? Um, kind of like creating like a fake rotation? Right. So um, they can't really, uh, during the payout, right? Like you, the protocol team, you guys will have a damaged list of address. Um, and that is the wallet, and we will take that data as a base, right, to pay out. So unless the fraud will, you know, they want to get themselves hacked, and then you know they buy insurance, and um, so that that problem is uh, uh, can't really happen here. So. Yeah, I think the uh, another way of explaining this is if we don't check the valid damage, like if you buy insurance, something happened, we just pay out regardless, so not checking. I think that will be induce a lot of fraud activities, right? Like the hackers, they can just, you know, uh, get a lot of insurance and uh, hack and uh, uh, get double paid out. But in this case, we we do like especially working with the project teams, right? We do check exactly what the damaged wallet needs to be, uh, needs to be uh, 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 reimbursed and compensated. Well, thanks, thanks for, for answering that. I'm looking to see if there's any other questions. Um, it's pretty clear to me, at least. I don't know if Gila, you had any other thoughts. Um, it seems security is pretty, pretty satiated with the answers. Yeah. Go ahead, Gila. No, go ahead, Nacho. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say that. Uh, I see like there's no much um, um, questions that that means people agree on mainly with the proposal like there's no many um, pain points so um, I think it's pretty st straightforward like we can maybe open it um, well the team has to say that but that uh, open it to voting uh, soon and let's see what what the people say on chain but so far um i think it's an interesting proposal um the community thinks so so um, yeah yeah i think we will be posting it probably sometime tomorrow they will be posting one from like uh one of our green community so but yeah first thing tomorrow i think we do post this one out great awesome yeah very much looking forward to this and our system is very flexible, you know. Um, you can increase the coverage, decrease the coverage uh, anytime you want. Uh, depends on how your community participating. 
So it's a very customizable platform. And when we start collaborating, uh, we'll also have, you know, uh, customer service lines that particular, like, you know, we, we, we should probably just build a channel here as insurance safety manager, uh, on Cheetah. And we'll have our, uh, uh staff team here to, uh, to support at any time. Yeah, if anything goes wrong, I'll just call you personally, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes, please. Uh, Perfect. yeah, I mean, well, we'll, we'll, uh, actually the, the, the BZX incident, like, you know, we process everything like in 12 hours. So if something really happens, like our auditors, um, they, they also get on it right away. So, um, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll definitely take care of that. Perfect. Perfect. Well, uh, thank you again so much. Unless there's any other questions or if anybody has anything that they want to uh, ask or if they see any issues here with the proposal, you know, speak now or um, we'll just go ahead and push it out tomorrow. Nope. It looks like everybody is and it looks like everybody's happy no oh, thank you so much chad i uh, really appreciate you. your time this this weekend uh look forward to pushing out the proposal tomorrow uh and seeing what people think on chain awesome all right thank you guys looking cool. forward to it thanks thank chad. you chad. thanks y'all all right thank you all right bye-bye bye-bye